You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hello, and thank you for joining. This is your host, David Andrus, and this is Scaling Your Business. Totally excited for this guest today. As you guys know, the premise of this podcast is to have us and the people that we talk to share their experiences so yourself or other people can relate and really help you get through maybe obstacles you're facing or you can relate to the successes and there's questions you have along the way. So no matter what industry, we want to bring in a multitude of individuals that, again, is not just a business owner, but these are individuals who come from hospitality, customer service, sales, medical. And again, you have your business owners also. So again, we want to try and talk to as many people as possible so we can relate and touch as many people there is to talk about business and and really how to produce more business for yourself, produce success, overcome obstacles. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our next guest. Her name is Jennifer Mahoney. She is a certified nurse practitioner. Great thing about what she does, obviously, she's here to serve people, but she's also starting her own business. So we're going to touch a lot on that as well as her past and and kind of find out where she's came from. So Jennifer, welcome. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Really good. Excited about the interview. Did Did you come prepared? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, right on. So, Jennifer, let's, you know, what I ask is just to be as open as possible. I like to get pretty detailed. The more detail we can get about yourself and your experiences, the more other people can relate and definitely follow your story and understand maybe a little more of what they're going through and more importantly, give them a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So can you tell us a little bit about your career and your background? I'm a local girl. I went to Case Western Reserve University and got my master's at Kent State. And I've worked at Southwest General Health Center and also the Cleveland Clinic. In what means did you work there? As an RN at Southwest General, I started on the surgical floor and worked in the coronary care unit. And then at the Cleveland Clinic, I was a nurse practitioner. I had two years of general cardiology before I went there, actually. And then I worked in electrophysiology and spent nine years in cardiac surgery doing the pre-op workup. And well, some outpatient, too. I helped their department also. And that alone, I'm sure you have a lot of stories that come with your field, correct? Yeah, yes. I'm sure. I know my parents, my mother, my grandma were RNs as well and cardiac care as well. So I know I know a lot of those stories, but let me ask you why the medical field, why nursing? And you've come a long way, obviously in different areas of nursing. Why the change? Why not? Hey, I just started as an RN on this floor and this is what I'm happy with. Why then to CCU and, and the surgery? My mom actually sent me to a follow nurse day my sophomore year of high school. And I was in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit, and I just fell in love with the babies. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people. And then I got a scholarship to Case Western and I never did end up working with the baby. And then I ended up on the surgical floor and coronary care unit. And at some point you just kind of hit burnout, but that's the great thing about nursing. You can just pivot and find a different avenue. Yep. Yep. So then I became a nurse practitioner. So what was, as a nurse, obviously we know the schooling behind that. You went to Case. What did it take? to become just an RN to a nurse practitioner? Master's degree, I went to Kent State again, and clinical hours, extensive training. A lot of study time. Yeah, and another certification exam, of course. (laughs) Right. So 
how did you balance it? I, well, I know, and to share with everybody else, you are a mother of two. So how did you balance that? How did you balance? Obviously, you had your career, you have two children, and now you're going back to school and, and educating yourself more, right? How do you balance that? Yeah. Well, at the time, I was single when I went back for my master's. I got married later in life. And now I'm actually switching to start my own business to actually have more time with my kids and my family. Great. And let's talk about that. Let's your new business. What is the new new venture? What are we doing? So being in cardiology, you can see how people can have an open heart surgery, go to cardiac rehab and reprogram their body for health. Our bodies are just amazing. And I wanted to help people with things like weight loss and preventing issues, cardiovascular disease, like heart attack and stroke. They're the leading cause of death in America. And the risk factors are high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, overweight. And I want to help people with things like that. And a lot of patients get told it's calories in, calories out, but hormones have a big factor in weight loss and weight loss affects high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. Sure. So I got into hormones and then I took classes on hormone replacement therapy and then it just kind of kept expanding and then into the thyroid. So a lot of avenues you're, you're touching on with the new business. Yeah. I was just going to start on one and focus on that, but it just kind of blew up already, which is fine because now I can help people in multiple ways already. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And it's, it's funny you say that that's a leading cause, you know, obviously in my field in the fitness field and, and having three fitness centers, we try and fight this all day long, every day. 364 days a year, we are closed Christmas, but you know, it is a constant battle. And I appreciate the fact you wanting to do your own business in this preventive side to have people understand a little bit more and share that knowledge that, Hey, listen, we got to take care of our body. Right. And there's different ways. Some people just think, Oh, if I exercise, I'll be okay. Or, or if I just eat properly, I'll be okay. But you're right. There's so much more to it from how your body intakes sugar and how your body manages and, and balances or hormones are so much involved that people don't really realize that. Right. So exactly. that's exciting. So you start your own business to, you want to have in the end, have more time with your family and you're here to serve people, right? What are the pleasures of your business? What do you enjoy the most? Well, actually I was trying to start telehealth, but I enjoy the actual patient contact, the interaction, just one-on-one -on -one in person. And then it's easier to follow up telehealth, but for patients. So I wanted to make that easier for people to be seen, to have more access. You know, everybody's so busy with their careers and families and everything, but I just enjoy working with people and helping people. Yeah. After COVID, your industry has completely boomed even more in, in different avenues I've seen, right? So you, you mentioned telehealth, that is just exploded. Yeah. I think in that world, it's just a different way to obviously handle our business now that what COVID has taught us. But you're right. There's something about the the personal contact that I think we all need a little bit too, right? Yeah. So you have your business now. And when we say just started, how new is your business, Jennifer? Probably a month old locally. A month old. <laughs> and that's incredible. So a lot of people that are listening, if you thought about you know starting a business, you Jennifer, we're going to dive into you know how to get there, how'd you start, and kind of the hardships and successes along the way, even if there's a month. One of the first successes is you started, right? You, you yeah. started your own business. But you have your own business now, and you still have your career, correct? So you're doing, you're juggling both. Yes, I'm working part-time to support starting my business. <laughs> and obviously with the children as well, you're juggling a lot, right? Correct. How do you manage that? With the help of family. <laughs> and so 
helping as far as watching the kids yes. or helping on the business side? Well, watching the kids. And then on the business side, networking and meeting people like you are very oh, well, knowledgeable you. about these things and helpful. Because I know nothing about business. They don't train in nurses about business whatsoever. So very good statement there. Where do we get the training? My businesses, I didn't have anybody hold my hand and say, hey, this is where you do. This is how you create an LLC. This is where you go for to file taxes. You know, nobody shares those things with us. So how did you, what did you do to make your first steps? I took some courses. Luckily I found courses for nurse practitioners where a nurse practitioner started his own business and gave advice on the LLC and the taxes and just a little bit of background like that. What I'm struggling with is the marketing because I did try to start telehealth in January in Florida because I could practice independently in Florida and not need a collaborating physician, but I couldn't get found. Apparently, I can't figure out my my Facebook pixel (laughs) and Google ads. This is, I love this because you're totally fresh in the business and there's so much to learn. And obviously, you know, you want to be successful and and I know you will be. What do you think you can do or what are the things you are doing to help build your business? Well, I'm learning a lot about networking and online doesn't seem to be working for me, but I'm good in person. I just signed up for a vendor event and I got all of 17 surveys back because there were hardly any people at the event, but I got a, a client out of it. And so when I talk to people and educate people about what I offer, people are interested and sign up. It's not a problem. I'm learning. It's an opportunity to grow. I'd like to do some speaking, but I need to learn more about how to present things. Great. So I'm totally just taking notes and I'm completely intrigued. And I'd love to hear your story and share your experiences because there's a lot, even in this first month, have you gone through any ups or downs? Yes. Trying to hire a physician has been very difficult because... It's my business, but I'm hiring somebody to supervise me. So automatically there's a conflict. (laughs) So that was tricky. It didn't work out twice. I ended up going with the company to manage the physicians. I don't want to manage people. (laughs) I don't want to manage physicians. Right. I would imagine they would be pretty difficult. No offense to any physicians (laughs) listening. In your business, actually, let's back this up. Let's go more into your nursing career. What do you feel ultimately your successes through your long-standing career in the hospitals? Oh, I'm good clinically. So we always kind of joked that we did the million-dollar workup for the pre-op surgery patients because even though you need open-heart surgery, you have to be healthy enough to survive open-heart surgery. So we looked at all body systems and consulted all the experts and gave them like a laundry list of things to, that needed to be corrected. So when I'm evaluating my patients, they get the same kind of care, all the detail, all the 50 million labs. <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. And, and then I feel like I'm like, you can go to a weight loss clinic and get medicine and lose weight, but I feel like I offer so much more. A hundred percent you do. And what are those things in your business? What are the different avenues that you do kind of touch on? So I do evaluate cholesterol. We look at vitamin D levels, magnesium because not many people think about it. We love magnesium in cardiology. The normal upper limit's 1.7, but if you're 2.0, you decrease your risk of arrhythmias and palpitations. And a lot of women in menopause have palpitations and magnesium can help people sleep. It can help prevent migraines, but I don't know that this information is shared commonly. So I like to just prevent a lot of problems for people. So electrolytes is one area you you work with. Mm -hmm. And touch on what are some other areas? And then again, we balance the thyroid and the male and female hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. And then when your hormones are balanced, and then we also look at cortisol levels, the stress hormone, because that will make you retain belly fat. And people don't realize 
how stressed they are half the time or and how important things like sleep are. And we look at exercise and we do stress management. I even have a module, a learning module on gratitude. So you're doing a little mind as well in there, yeah. right? Oh, and a little little bit. People focus on meditation, but I focus on prayer more. Right. More prayer, more power. <laughs> 100%. So looking at your career in the future, where do you see yourself with your career in the hospitals? And where do you see your career in the next few years with your business? I'd like to fade out the hospitals. <laughs> the home vis- I do a home visits right now. I'd like to fade that out and just work on my own business. I'd like to get one to 200 patients and expand into IV therapy, IV hydration. Maybe I could hire one of my RN friends who's trained in motivational interviewing to help with the coaching. So I can just focus on the NP side of things. Oh, how great. Yeah. So a lot more to look for, for your business. That's exciting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to start with hormones and then advance to weight loss and then advance to thyroid, but it's all tied in. So I couldn't wait. (laughs) Right. No, No, right. Again, the juggling had to been, had to been pretty difficult, right? When you were studying for those, how many hours a day did you put towards just studying? I don't know. It's really difficult because my son has some special needs. He's like man-to-man coverage. <laughs> so until he's in bed, then I'm up till midnight doing this stuff. So even more to juggle. Yeah. Right. Do you mind touching on your son? Sure. So he's got ADHD, dyslexia, sensory processing disorder, and some explosive personalities. So hands-on is definitely probably an understatement. Yeah, right? he's in yeah. elementary school. So the problem is he's tall and looks like he should be more mature and he's not neurotypical. So he's about two years behind in maturity and then he gets in trouble a lot. <laughs> understand. Cool. understand. You know what? It's it's crazy because even on that, I can relate to you because my daughter has a lot of kind of learning disabilities as well, ADHD, but she has auto processing disorder, things like that too. So it is a little more difficult because you know even the school is there to help, but there's a lot more hands-on when they come home, right? So you're, oh, yeah. you're busy with homework and trying to figure out, you know, side note, but I get so frustrated with the homework because to me, it's like so easy, but teaching my... Yeah. Teaching my, I don't have the patience and God love the teachers because I just don't have the patience to do it. And I know it's probably a different mix because that's my daughter and I'm the father, so I shouldn't get involved, but man, it's tough. It's tough when it's your own kid trying to teach them. Yeah. Yes. And well, it was frustrating at first because I was pushing for him to get tested and they were saying, no, he's young. He's a boy. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's like he went to preschool and he still doesn't know what's up, but something's wrong. He's a smart kid when you talk to him. Right. So I don't know. It was kind of frustrating with the teachers and yeah, they send home all this homework and then yeah, you're pressuring your kid and it's stressful. And- a lot. Again, from personal experience, it is a lot to handle. And then you throw on starting your own business and then you throw on all the education and I'm sure you did, did get some minimal nights of sleep yes. on that, huh? <laughs> so we got to talk to you about yeah. sleep and healthy, right? Yeah. No, but that's what happened. Then you stress eat and you gain weight. Because I did that, my blood pressure went up. So I've actually tried my own strategies and they work. So <laughs> Wait, hands on, you know, exactly hundred percent that it yeah, works. So I can relate to struggles that my patients might be having. And that's a good part about it too. Cause you know where they're coming from. You know, you know, those struggles. How do you see yourself achieving those goals over the next three years? Well, I'm type A, so I know I can do the work, but I just need to find patients. So I think I need to work on networking and I'd like to expand and do more speaking engagements and things like that. Yeah. And that's part of what we talk about, about scaling your business, right? And growing your business. What in your line, in your field, your industry, what does scaling your business mean to you? Um, Well, scaling is increasing patients. 
Scaling is maybe adding an RN. Scaling is advancing to the IV hydration. Oh, I have this idea too that I'm toying with. I don't know if it will work, but I figured in business, you just have to try things and see what sticks. I'm thinking of blissful Thursdays and I have a surgeon friend who does Botox and I don't know, there are other strong soul businesses that do massage and esthetician, like facials and things. I thought maybe we could have like a whole little thing where people come for services on Thursdays and get IV therapy and some Botox or whatever they want. That's a great idea, right? And so you've shared this with other individuals in the field? Not yet. So putting it all together. Still brainstorming. You know, business is always tough. Businesses, you always have to adapt. You have to try and stay on the cutting edge. You have to try and be above the market and above the trends and the fads. So it sounds like you're doing that. You know, it sounds like some of these things you're putting into place is, is really above kind of what's going around in this area. So how do you do that? Do you just spend some time and just say, hey, I'm going to brainstorm on things or is it just, hey, it just comes to me? I just think of things I would like and people I know and what they they can do and how I could help other businesses locally. It would be a win-win. Yeah, a lot of business to business, right? Mm -hmm. So along the way, let's talk about your career and the nursing career. What was one of your biggest struggles in life or with career during that time period? School was really hard for me. So I just kept working at it. But that's one thing I always found with school. That people who school came easy to by the end of junior, senior year, they kind of slacked off. And I ended up graduating in the top 25% of my class, high school and college, because I didn't stop. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Keep going. So school was the toughest. And school yeah. as far as just test taking or study or the whole thing? The whole thing. When I started at Case, they did the first semester. They tried to weed us out because <laughs> it was a scholarship. So they wanted the best of the best. And it was like, science wasn't my strong point. It was biology, biochemistry, anatomy, pathophysiology. Like I was blown away. <laughs> I was worried I wasn't going to keep my scholarship. But you stayed committed, right? Yep. And to bring that up to your business. And again, I think anything we do in life is you got to commit and you got to stay with it. Like you said, you got to. If it's hard, you keep going and you don't stop and you stay committed. And I think that sets so true to all of us, again, no matter what industry, you take that from what you're doing now currently for work and what you're producing, or you take it to you know your business you're starting. It's And advice from me to you, Jennifer, is absolutely, you, you stay committed and, and it's going to get hard. It will be hard. There will be very, <laughs> very many times where it's hard, but that's okay. Expect it. Know that's going to happen. That's what makes you grow. You just stay committed. Right. So this first month, probably two months, I'm sure you just started thinking about it and then putting your business together. What's been, and I know you touched on the physician, other than finding the physicians, what are some of the other kind of experiences you're learning that is helping you grow some obstacles out there? Oh, I don't always know how to price things. Okay. You know, the hospital always did that. So, right. You know, watching my margins and then I'm using, I don't know, different pharmacies and learning about prices and shipping and timing and but there, I don't know, there were things I just had to, you can be told, but I just had to do them to, to learn. <laughs> you have to just try it and find out, I guess. Right. And when you try and find out, pricing just is not one, I mean, that's just one avenue. When you start your business, did you ever think there'd be this much that you got to focus on and try and figure out? Would you say it's quite a bit? Yeah. Right. Because I had to come up with a website and I had to write copy. <laughs> I didn't do well on a website. Then I had to find someone to hire. How do you know you didn't do well? I couldn't get it to work. That would be an inclination for sure. So website building, find the physician, 
trying to figure out pricings? What are some other things that figure you're out my to figure offerings out? and what I would include in packages and what people would be interested in? Because that's one thing too. Like you can have your own ideas, but you have to go out and see what people actually want. Mm-hmm. 100%. Write that down. But I did get some coaching from some family members who've started their own kind of coaching businesses. It is, right? And again, nobody nobody teaches you. But then when you ask those opinions or you start your own business, a lot of people have their own opinions too, right? And, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And man, you get bombarded with so many people saying, ah, this, this, and that. And sometimes it's tough to you know figure it all out. But that's where, like you said, it's I just got to do it. I got to try things and and see what works, right? Yeah. Well, and it's unique. I mean, my brother's a CPA, so his avenue is financial. So he doesn't know about healthcare. So you still have to figure out your own business. Right. So what other levels have you tried to, you know, are you coming up against that? There's maybe hesitation, or I know you said maybe networking, you got to do more of, you said the online presence wasn't there. What, how do you kind of figure out your online presence? How would you look at to know that? Oh, okay. So as far as Googling your business, when you don't have a physical address, it's very difficult. So I got more traffic once I got a physical address mm-hmm. and did a business listing. Yeah. Cause then it was also hard to figure out marketing because I was marketing to all of Florida. And then how do you find your target? And then you talk to all these marketers. Everyone you talk to wants to sell you something different. Yeah. That's not going to go away. <laughs> everybody has a solution for your business, which yeah. amazes me. And if everybody out there in no offense, I mean, the people that, again, there's, there's great programs, there's great services that people provide, but sometimes in the end, as a business owner, you think, man, if, if you know so well, why aren't you doing what I'm doing? And why aren't you successful at doing what I'm yeah. doing? Right. So I wanted to revamp my website for $2,000. Right. So what can you share? based on those experiences, I could share my experiences, but you know, what do you say to someone that's starting their own business and, and they're going through all this and, you know, you have people wanting to spend or spend your $2,000 and yeah, this person wanting to sell this to you. What do you say? How do you wade through the storm? How do you get through that? That's what I'm still figuring out. Cause I just, I've interviewed three different marketing people, but none of them are the right fit. So that's why I think networking and I just do better in person. So you have to know your own strengths and weaknesses. I did try like my own Google ads and things, but I didn't get any traction. So what are you doing more for the networking? Where are you? I know you said you're going and putting together something where you go business to business. What are some of the other things you're getting involved with on the networking side? I want to do your speaker engagement coming up in we, August. We will absolutely do that. Um, I joined the Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And they might be interested in having me give a talk to the women business owners. So I'm going to follow up on that. That's a great lead source, right? Yeah. So one of the things starting your own business is get involved with the chamber. The more people that know you have a business out there, the better. And that is a great way, starting with the chamber of commerce, being involved with the city. There's a lot of people to network there. And and when you talk about business to business, when you network, it's good to know people, right? And some of our last podcasts, Along with those things is when you're an honest and a, a good business person and you care about people, networking seems to be a lot easier and people are willing to refer services, your services to people. So absolutely. And you have success already with the chamber. So that's great. What kind of advice can you give to all the business professionals that are listening and maybe business owners? What advice can you give on how to be successful? The biggest thing I've heard is not to stop. They said a lot of people with ADHD are entrepreneurs. And I know my son, he's so persistent. He always gets what he wants, or at least we negotiate something (laughs) because he doesn't ever stop. So I think that's 
just what you have to do. And you just have, to, especially with COVID, I think businesses learn just how to pivot or not stay in business. So, right. Adapt and overcome. Persistence beats resistance. You're absolutely right. Don't stop. And we talked about that before. Be committed. So, everybody listen and understand that no matter what you do, staying committed, don't quit. Keep that goal up there and keep that vision running. And you will absolutely hit it. You just don't stop and and you stay committed, right? So I congratulate you on all your success through your career and now starting your own business. Where can people find you if they want to get a hold of you and they have questions for you, whether it was from here or your services? Jennifer, where can people find you at? I'm at the Northeast Ohio Business Center in Strongsville across the street from the mall, but I can be found online www.blissfulmindandbody.com. Great. And we will put that information on our post as well. Is there an email address that someone can get a hold of you on the website? Yes. Jennifer at blissfulmindandbody.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else out of persistence? Give me summon all up to someone to say, this is what it's going to take. Don't quit. And what else? Um, just focus on your goal. You know, I just keep thinking I want to help people and I want to be available for my family and just praying like God guide you and we'll open doors and keep going. Goal oriented and have faith yes. and stay consistent. <laughs> Great. I love it. Thank you so, so much, Jennifer. Really appreciate it. Please, for everybody out there, listen, like, follow. You know, you can get a hold of us. Again, we want to hear your questions, comments, thoughts. Is there someone you'd like to hear from? Are there questions you would like us to ask? Feel free to get a hold of me. You can find everything we do here, not only on Mission Matters, but davidandrus.com. All my contact information is there as well from the email address, Facebook, all social media outlets. But please go ahead, like us, subscribe, ask any questions. We love your feedback, davidandrus.com. Until next time, we will talk to you soon and stay successful. Have a great day. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.